0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tools They Use podcast. It is your host, Francesco D'Alessio, here. So, it is the first episode of 2019. Feels like an absolute age that it took me to get uh, a feature out, <laughs> mainly in the last two months. We haven't posted anything here on the podcast, so I do appreciate everyone's patience. We had uh, a virtual conference that we launched called ProdCon, so we sort of paused most things the blog, the podcast. And we decided to put our attention towards PodCon, which really was successful. We had just over a thousand two hundred attendees, which was great over the two week period. And I know a lot of people loved the speakers that came on and dived into some great topics on productivity. So thank you to all those speakers, and thank you to all those who attended, because I can imagine a lot of people do follow the podcast too. Now we do over the next couple of weeks have some amazing guests lined up So it's gonna be exciting the podcast gonna get back to that weekly thing We're gonna fill in a few of the gaps between the speakers with some solo episodes with myself. So get used to me <laughs> being here because uh, You'll get a few features from me um, And I think it's gonna be quite exciting 2019 with the podcast so and we're also gonna be coming up to a year Of The podcast Um, and today's the 35th episode. So maybe we'll clash like 50th episode with the yearly one We'll see but we'll also be doing and putting a lot more attention into the podcast So uh, I do appreciate everyone's feedback as well. So if you have any feedback do leave it in the iTunes review Anyway guys, let's dive into today's uh, episode because I think let's just kick things off because Obviously, I've gone on a bit of a break with the podcast and uh, let's not dilly-dally. So on the episode today I wanted to talk to you guys about tech subscriptions in productivity. I think it's important to discuss this Naturally subscriptions help to fund developers, but also help you get access to premium features that you might boost your productivity I wanted to share you guys with my list and also tell you not tell you uh, show you sort of my approach to spending money on resources and a little Sort of checklist that might help you so that's going to be on this feature today of the tools. They use podcast a key productive production Welcome to the tools. They use podcast Interviews with professionals about how they use apps software habits and routines every day So guys as you can imagine text subscriptions. we all naturally have them whether you're signed up to google drive or uh, maybe Office 365, like you're paying out somewhere, <laughs> whether that's on Spotify or on your Todoist account, you will naturally have uh, some form of subscription. And that is the model these days. Maybe a few of you got like Things 3 or one off payments where you just pay like one annual sum and you get that resource. But there are very few of those resources today. Uh, they're a lot more focused on recurring subscriptions, so you paying a regular amount. That's really the future of these resources now sort of like the main two reasons people go and do subscriptions is Number one is to use the features that are premium Uh, a lot of developers lock great features behind Premium so that you guys can pay that and get to them So obviously that's one of the motivations behind it and number two a lot of people I know are looking at premium as a way to invest in a developer I think that's so important and something that we'll come back to on the checklist So to start off with I wanted to actually talk to you guys about a few of the ones that I've got and my approach towards these Um, Hopefully it might make you think about your current subscriptions and whether you are needing them Dramatically at the moment and I think that's important because sometimes you can get carried away with the amount of personal productivity subscriptions you have And I think in 2019, I think a lot of you guys will be finance focused um, and trying to save a bit of money So hopefully this gives you a bit of guidance around it and do remember I work as a freelancer for the most of my day So these resources are in that sort of time frame. So uh, not time frame this that sort of like uh, remit so naturally you're gonna be looking at a bit more expensive options, but do bear that in mind so, I'll start off with my list. So, the first one on my list is my email application, and I uh, use an application called Missive. Now, uh, a lot of you guys had some queries about what email app I used after Newton Mail closed down. Well, Newton Mail's back up, and it's a very weird world with it back in, actually, because <laughs> it's like it was here, and now it's gone, and now it's here again. But uh, during that period of time, so when Newton shut down, I moved over to a free application by Readall called Spark Mail. I did enjoy it, but there were a few things that lacked in the resource. Um, mainly, sort of, read receipts. <laughs> I know it's something very small, but when you're a freelancer and you're doing a few campaigns or reaching out to potential clients, you sort of want to see um, whether they've seen it and you don't want to bother them too much. So I think that was important to me. And also, the general like automation and rules around email that I wanted to dive in in the future. So I, I looked and found Missive. Uh, I spent about two. It's my third month now in the application. I'm fairly happy with it. the The actual subscription per month. I'm on the twelve dollar per month subscription. And many people I know will be going, Jesus, Francesco, you were saying that forty nine dollars a year, ninety nine dollars a year for Newton was expensive but $12 per month that's $120 per year do you like how quick that math was that's expensive and of course i understand that it's almost double even more it is double more plus more the price of Newton per year but as you can imagine uh, i actually really like this resource and I, and the good thing is uh, i invested in the resource mainly because in the future Uh, It has the ability to scale. So for example, I can invite team members that will be able to interact uh, and collaborate on email So I think that's going to be valuable as we scale keep productive and as we scale the freelancing Efforts so as you can imagine missive connects with the dots in the future and it's $12.99 $12 per month. Sorry, uh, which is I think just about a reasonable price like if it was 15. I'd be like Okay, but you know $12 is just about right for me so moving on to next sort of email experience that I do have, <laughs> I have Sanebox. Um, I find Sanebox a really uh, easy way to reduce the amount of email um, in my inbox. So what it does is it connects up with an account. Uh, I have it attached to my Gmail account, and it basically reduces the amount of email that comes in and sorts them into uh, a later folder and a newsletter folder. And obviously, some email applications have this built in. For example, Newton has that built in previously, but uh, Samebox does it in a much more uh, constructive way. It, it's very smart, and they've been doing it for a while, which is good. Uh, I believe I pay these seven or, or five to seven dollar per month fee for this. But what I really like about it is it's really accurate. And honestly, the email that comes into my Missive account and that previously came into my Spark account. Is So accurate like I literally only get the most important emails Which saves me just time because I only check my email once a day And I want to be able to reduce the amount of sifting through I'm doing so it's actually perfect for my setup. So $7 per month additional The next one is uh, one that I use routinely I pay for Spotify family $15 per month but that that six accounts um, and that's pretty much a no-brainer because obviously uh, it's a lot cheaper per person and um, It's uh, you know really good in terms of a service uh, and I don't need to explain why I would use it I listen to a lot of music a year um, I literally check my Spotify in review every single year to make sure that I'm using it enough, but I, I'd honestly I can only find like two or three occasions during the day And it's normally when I'm recording where I don't have Spotify on so it actually does make its money back I think I probably they probably um, I, I probably owe them money. Yeah, I probably owe them money I you know, like I literally use it that much moving on to another productivity application notion Um, Obviously when I first started the team uh, I I think when I was first using it for the first six months the team offered me like some access to it because I was reviewing it so often and that Typically happens when I'm reviewing applications. I tend to ask the company whether I could have access to their premium Just because I'm spending so much time on the resource I want to cover it for keep productive and that's a lot typically what some journalists do Uh, they reach out for some uh, freemium access (laughs) Um, And naturally had that with notion Uh, But when I started using it, I contacted the team and said I don't want to be uh, free anymore uh, free on the premium Could you give me access to it? And uh, I think I pay the four dollars per month um, And I think I paid it in bulk for the yearly amount, which was about forty dollars something like that but it's such a good investment of my money because It saves so much time on other experiences. So moving on I've got uh, Nord VPN This is a VPN resource that I use I connect it with my Mac my iOS device and it tends to be great when I'm working in coffee shops um, so essentially I open my laptop and it connects up with an IP address that they provide um, and uh, you obviously you can go to whatever country you're in. Um, so for example, I normally connect to a UK server um, And I, I can browse without getting hacked because <laughs> it typically when you're in coffee shops uh, that public Wi-Fi is not as secure as other Wi-Fi's and I found NordVPN VPN to be a good solution now I didn't have like a problem with hacking necessarily I just wanted to be as secure as possible and I did that around about maybe Eight months ago or so uh, and I picked their three-year plan, which was a lot cheaper um, Don't quote me on the price, but it was like a lot cheaper than getting just the yearly plan so I think it was about seventy dollars or something like that, but it really will pay off because at least I've got that sort of security as I go on with. The next one is Todoist. Um, I pay yearly for Todoist. Um, obviously, they change their pricing, so I will be paying the old pricing, not the new pricing. But uh, their premium is fantastic, and I know that that product's going to be continuing to continuing to develop. The team again, Todoist are behind such a great. Company, so it's good to know that that money's going there. And finally, Google Drive. Um, I use the 200 gigabyte option, and I've really held out because I'm on the borderline of the 200 gigabytes. Want to clear out, see whether I can keep it still, <laughs> and then move on to the one or two terabyte option just so that I'm making sure I have enough storage for all of my work. So, uh, naturally, uh, that's my current list of subscriptions. I don't have a place where I store them Um, There are applications. I know like applications like Emma and if you had a Monzo account that are able to detect exactly uh, What subscriptions are going out what you're paying for and that's quite an important one So uh, I think this year I actually said goodbye to a couple of subscriptions Um, the three that I said goodbye to were Evernote Um, I worked out that I actually Was falling under the free bracket of Evernote and I've noticed that the last three months at least Definitely because I'm in free that I was only using up to free because the storage amount per month and also the features Um, So for example the business scanning uh, I wasn't using it and and some of the other premium features wasn't I wasn't using more than two devices So it made sense for me to downgrade Um, And I definitely applaud people to actually Look at their use of experiences and go am I fully utilizing this application? Could I downgrade to another plan whether that's a medium plan or the basic plan or the free plan? You know, it's really like some people just go in and go i'm gonna get the top plan because um, It gives you most access to stuff, but if you're not using it, I don't recommend it at all Um, I previously was paying for medium as well. Um, I stopped reading as much medium as I used to so I paused that one. Um, I still am a big fan of the medium service, but again, it's like you know whether you're using it that much. And the same with a uh, a tool called DocJoint as well. I, I was using that to host PDFs. No longer using it. So it's important to be able to evaluate uh, which ones are going and which ones are coming, as well as which ones are coming up soon. So for example, I've highlighted some future subscriptions that I might be having for example the likes of Strava I do want to get into a little bit of indoor cycling with the help of my dad in the next two years at least um, He hopefully will be able to set me up with um, Strava and an app called Zwift. Um, I wouldn't mind a unique VPN to be extra secure uh, I think that's like seven dollars per month through NordVPN VPN or something like that And Also twist and a couple of other team resources that I want to use for stability. So They're the ones that I uh, plan on coming up with in the future now in terms of your checklist Maybe you're at home going alright Francesco spends way too much on his subscriptions Um, You know I'm fine or maybe you're looking at me and going actually I'm spending too much on my subscriptions I've evaluated that I need to downsize a couple of these features. So here is a few things that you can do The first thing is to review the monthly the one thing that I found was literally printing off my bank statement for the last three months um, just getting a pen and a highlighter or whatever you have and just sitting there and analyzing all of my payments that were recurring subscriptions uh, And that that was actually a good exercise. So I was able to go actually I'm not using medium as much as I used to Okay I'm not using Evernote as much, et cetera, et cetera. And you're able to find a lot of the ones that you could potentially get rid of. Um, or even downgrade, um, or potentially upgrade just you know, whatever you're suitably uh, using. You could, for example, downgrade on one application and upgrade on another application and it sort of levels out the payment. So that's something to consider. The second thing I would be doing is creating something called a runway sheet and I found this to be a really effective resource Um or method that you can use so for example tally a list of all of those subscriptions that you have and In the column you can do this in an excel or in notion in the column next to it add the price uh, in a number format then go into the next column after that and do a calculation with the first cell um, of the, the the cost of it per month times by six um, And you'll get there obviously uh, a six month uh, Bulk amount how much it is every six months and you can look at it and actually ask yourself, okay Six months, that's how much is gonna cost me. So you need to evaluate evaluate which ones of those You know are really urgent or which ones you could save on sometimes actually seeing the six month pricing of it will scare you And Maybe make you think about your usage of that application The next and third thing I would recommend doing is pausing subscriptions Let's say you're not going to use it for maybe a month or two I know recently I had an Amazon Prime account and I decided to pause it and move to the monthly subscription I was previously paying yearly subscription and the thought process behind that is because I know over the next three months I'm going to try and avoid um, any uh, Amazon purchases Um, and I could for example if I need anything it's going to be over 20 pound and That's free packaging or free delivery. So the goal was to really try and reduce the amount of uh, Outgoings I'm doing because I I worked out from my order sheet that I wasn't actually using Amazon that much Um, But I might switch it on in a couple of months So the idea of pausing subscriptions is potential as well if you're going on a holiday It's sort of like pausing your gym. You could just pause it for a month come back or let's say you're, you know, you've got three months without any uh, of this, like, I don't know, course development, you could pause your course description as long as it doesn't affect your current experience. And of course, it's definitely worth reviewing. And the fourth and final tip that I have for everyone who is curious about tech subscriptions is research into the company. Um, a lot of the time, People tend to uh obviously skim past the company and where they're gonna be putting their money, but a lot more and you see this a lot more commonly, companies actually sharing where they're putting their money and how they're investing in future products. So for example, with Todoist, they you go on Amir's page on Twitter and you'll typically find a list of a couple of his focuses and the team's focuses over the next couple of months. Which is a super exciting thing to see but you get to see as well what you're putting your money towards Um, And this is more common with companies. So definitely check them out and also it might change your mind about a resource I know a lot of people um, and (laughs) Please double check me on this. Um, I believe the GoDaddy founders um, Are game hunters as well. So a lot of people don't like that and don't want to put Domain money towards GoDaddy. They'd rather use a service that would be slightly more expensive That they know that it isn't going to the founders who just who are spending their time doing that um, Again, don't quote me on that um, It probably double worth double-checking uh, because that might have changed. They might be like <laughs> Amazing People now I don't know but you can understand where I'm coming from the concept of double-checking the company and making sure that You're comfortable with where the money is going and for example like services like Spotify You sort of know that your money is going towards the content creator too. So that's important as well to be able to understand um, Whether you're supporting a content piece as well. So guys that was today's feature on the Personal productivity techs uh, subscriptions Uh, Naturally, let me know uh, on Twitter whether you got uh, some good advice from this or which subscriptions you might be upgrading or downgrading it honestly be great to hear and uh, And to see whether you uh, were able to take a few of this advice forward So guys, I really do appreciate it stopping by today. This was the first episode of 2019 I look forward to being back this year To dive into so many more topics so thank you very much make sure to have a great week keep productive and i'll see you guys very very soon cheers thanks for listening to the tools they use podcast a keep productive production see you next time